Welcome to the Capital Light Assembly Podcast brought to you by Edison Manufacturing and Engineering. Edison is your low volume contract manufacturing partner focused on capital light assembly of complex mobility and energy products that don't fit neatly within traditional high, high volume production. I'm Brandon Bartnick, solo episode today, no guest. We're, we're just talking about a specific type of manufacturing shop. And whereas a lot of the other episodes you have really get into the, the what and the how, we're talking about the why. We're talking about what matters for an individual, for a company, for a group, a team going through a specific challenge. And that challenge is scaling up from proof of concept to your initial um, volume run. And let's, let's look at it from a startup lens, right? So let's think about startup company going through this early phase. You have an idea, you have confirmed interests, you have funding likely in the back pocket, you have the ability to a plan to go to market. There's people who want this product. You've built proof of concepts, one off, two off, five off, maybe 10, 20, who, who knows what it is, but low volume. Often it's a group of engineers in a, in a, um, in a garage. It's yeah, maybe not production intent components. There's not a great degree of control, probably not work instructions, process flows and any of these things in place. Really it's just transition from, okay, Bernard R and D organization have this proof of concept works, let's scale up. But we're not going straight to 50, 100,000 annual units because that's a whole different game. At that point, you're talking about heavy automation, standardization, economies of scale, a different approach altogether to manufacturing. What we're talking about here is a startup scaling past this proof of concept phase to low, maybe moderate production. So we're talking about dozens, hundreds, low thousands. I mean, if you want to throw a number out, maybe cap it at 10,000 per, per year, something like that. How do you do that? What actually matters as you're making these decisions and scaling up? What should be the foundation on which you're building your manufacturing strategy? So I talk about it from our experience, Edison's expertise and the way we've thought about this problem, which we've thought about a lot. Um, and there's really three foundational ideas to build around. And we'll talk about each of these a bit. So the first, flexibility. So it's cliche. But the only certainty has changed. It's certainly true for startups, especially early on like this. Uh, startups have to pivot often, more often than not. You have a theory. Yeah, you try to confirm what's this product going to look like? What's the solution going to look like for the market? Where's the market demand? How much is it? When is that coming? How many products are required? All of these things, you just have stacked layer upon layer of uncertainty and variability. That often ends up in change early on, change in volume, change in the product itself. And so you need a manufacturing approach that can accommodate. You should, of course, look for opportunities to minimize that change. You should do all you can to find standardization, find the ability to get ahead of things and to make it so each progressive build becomes more and more standard, less and less kind of variable. But with that said, the, the manufacturing approach needs to account for this flexibility. You, you certainly can't just hope that you get everything right and that it all stays. I mean, hope is not a strategy, certainly not a good strategy and not the right approach for manufacturing. You, you need to plan for this uncertainty and have the ability to react and mold the manufacturing approach as appropriate. So first thing, first foundational value is flexibility. Second one here is quality, right? So this, of course, the proof concept needs to be high quality. It needs to do what it says, but there, there's a higher bar as you start talking about quality from a 
actual low volume production um, standpoint. So these are often units that are going to customers or going to end users. These individuals might be relying on these products from a safety perspective. They might be relying on them from a uh, business perspective. So relying on the ability for a given product to do its job so that the end user can, can realize some benefit. These products are going to lead to these end users and possibly the public forming opinions around the organization whose brand is slapped across them and it's a representation representation of that company. So all these things, and I'm sure there's more that I, I didn't mention here, but they combine to say quality is a must. You need to be able to and, and this isn't this isn't traditional automotive quality. So we'll we'll talk about this in future episodes in more detail, but this is a very different approach to quality than when you're building a hundred thousand or something per year. This foundational values align, great, but the actual execution, how you do this often in a manual type build, like it, it looks very different. So with all that being said, yeah, quality is a must. So the first two values, flexibility and quality matter at immense value to a startup who's scaling up from super low volume proof of concept into lower volume production. So then the third one, third and possibly the most important capital preservation. So maybe not a surprise based on the name of this podcast, Capital Light Assembly Podcast, but this is really the, the reason this is so important to us and the reason that Edison has built our manufacturing approach around this idea of capital light assembly is that capital preservation is critical for several types of companies, but certainly in this this um, situation that we're talking about here, which is a startup scaling up from super low volume into low volume production. And why? I mean, it's probably obvious, but capital not easy to come by often, even if it is, you have to be careful. You have to be really careful with cash flow. There's so many companies have been have um fallen through because of poor cash management. And also being smart with capital early on really is an enabler for this other idea of flexibility, right? So if you dump $10 million into an automated manufacturing line or whatever value it is, you now have a boat anchor. You have a sunk cost. You have capital deployed, and as changes come up, which as we talked about, they will, as changes come up, you have limited your ability to adjust. So it's almost almost always worthwhile to be smart with capital early in, be intentional about where it's being deployed, find ways to minimize that upfront hurdle that you need to clear before you're making money, before you're profitable. Maybe that's going to result in a higher piece price out of the gate, but it's more than worth it for the optionality and the risk mitigation that you get on the back end there. So the ability to make informed decisions, kind of see how things play out, see how some of this variability plays out and make more informed decisions later on the line. At that time, then you make your big bet on where you're deploying your capital. But early on, as you're making the transition from proof of concept into low volume or medium volume, mid-volume production, capital preservation is huge. So again, this, this episode isn't meant to be uh, how, uh, how type discussion necessarily. Um, stay tuned for further discussions or some of the ones that have already taken place to hear kind of how you actually put these things into practice. But this is really a what matters discussion. And as we're talking about, again, to recap, a startup who's going from low volume proof of concept to low volume production and mid volume production it's about flexibility, it's about quality, and it is certainly about capital preservation. So 
hopefully that makes sense. Reach out, um, reach out if you have questions, if you have anything to share, I'd love to hear it. Love to chat. Um, and th- I mean, this is what Edison does. So if you have any questions, if you're going through this, uh, but you're yourself, if you're a startup founder, someone who's working on this and you want to chat more, more than happy to, to do so. So feel free to reach out. Um, with that said, thanks for listening. Really appreciate it. And, uh, yes, stay tuned for more. Thank <laughs> you.